0: Howdy, y'all! It's Twyla Twang on uh, on the Women's Show. Merry Christmas, Happy Solstice, Happy Chanukah, Happy uh, Kwanzaa, all those good above. Uh, hey, we have a special. Tr- What's that? Best of us for the rest best of us. Thank you. I, I, I yeah, I don't know even. I don't even know all the hip things to say. <laughs> except I wish you well. That's I know that. And uh, I have Deb has allowed me yet again. <laughs> yet again. Yet again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so enthused. I'm perfectly happy with okay. you being and presenting what you're going to present today. I think that's just fantastic. It's pretty exciting. It is. I wanted to set this up a little bit for y'all before I jumped into it because I think, I, yeah, that it starts with, I'm sitting here. So what I was doing uh, in uh, September is I set up this interview with Kashana Armstrong and she was a guest at the Lafta Lincoln uh, Association for Traditional Arts Last February, and okay, and uh, and so I sat down with her and had this little interview. So that's the setup, and let's uh, let her rip. So you get to hear this will be uh, talking and music all together. So Miss Kashana, here y'all. I'm sitting here with Kashana Armstrong. I <laughs> yeah, can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Uh, Thank you so much for making this happen today. Uh, We've been working at this for a while. And I'm just super grateful uh, to have you join the uh, cadre of Sweethearts and Badasses of Americana and Beyond.
1: I like that word. Cadre. 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 I love that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're part of us now. And uh, I'm just, just super, super grateful. So thanks again for making
1: this happen today. Thank you.
0: You know, we met in February at the Lafta concert, and you have been pretty damn busy since
1: then. You know, if, if you say February, and I'm still like, that was two years ago, right? Yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like nine months. Like yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Not even eight, so whatever. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Things have been busy since then, absolutely. Um, I definitely often feel like I'm in a, the, the word I used last week was untethered. Mm. Just kind of, you know, just floating where they tell me to go Uh and saying yes and creating, doing all the things, but also like, man, I don't think I feel rooted right now. (laughs) I need a root. (laughs) You're just sprouting and growing. Yeah, yeah. And you have a new single. Was it just last week? Last week. Yeah, so I've been putting out a new single basically every month. Okay for the past four or five months. Um, if not every other month. But the one we just released is the first off of um something that we've been working on in relation in in, like in partnership with the Parthenon here in Nashville Uh at Centennial Park. Um there's a big old Parthenon. Have you been in there? I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so bizarre. But um (laughs) It's an awesome historical site, you know, um, and I, I encourage anyone to come to Nashville to go inside the the Parthenon and kind of read the history of what happened there at Centennial Park and why it was built. But they built it for the State Fair, um, celebrating you know a hundred years or so of, of Nashville. But inside is this replica of Athena, and she's covered in gold. She's huge, and the Parthenon. Um, In Centennial Park have been doing these recordings inside. So they've been inviting um, artists in to record with strings, with with string quartets, and they're recording it, making video, just to kind of highlight the culture of Nashville and then the historic uh, element of the Parthenon, you know? And uh, some friends of mine, I know Jill Jill Andrews, I believe has done one, Lydia Luce, uh, myself, and they've been kind of releasing these um, but ours is coming out in, I say ours, my, my EP is coming out in December. So we just decided, all right, starting this month, let's just release some um, singles. And, and the first single was one that I co-wrote with my good friend, Zach Smith of Smooth Hound Smith. He's um, creating, he has a whole solo project called ZG Smith. And so we wrote this song called Nighttime Animal. And um, it's one of my favorite songs, to be honest. He invited me in to help um, kind of finish the song up. And it's funny how like, oftentimes, you know, you see a friend and you see, and you hear the songs they write, and you're like, man, yeah, that's really good. But then when you sit down to write with them, you realize how brilliant of a poet they are. Mm. And Zach is one of those people. Also, he has a really great penmanship. His hand, his handwriting is oh, beautiful. That's... Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, um, you know, I thought we were writing the song, everybody comes in with their own ideas and perceptions of like what we're writing about sometimes. Um, but I was thinking that this song was about, you know, the freedom of, of nighttime animals. And I've, you know, I always ask the audience like, what's your nighttime animal? You know, and um, I have two ladies that sing with me, Nikki and Maureen. Nikki's a, a she's a raccoon, cause snacks. You know, and they and they get they're cute. They get they can get into anything. that's fine. Maureen is an owl because she is that wise woman that just kind of sits back and watches the room. Her head is always on a swivel. You know. Um, <laughs> And her voice is so beautiful. And then I'm I'm a possum because possums are awkward and you don't know whether or not you like them or if they're cute. It's like, I don't know what's happening right now, but also, you know, when a light shines on them, whenever they get in the like they freeze. And I feel like, you know, if I don't have my head, my Kashana the artist's head on, uh, I'm much like a possum. So, um, but recently when we released this, Zach said, you know, Um, that for him, the, the, the meaning of the song has changed to how nighttime animals have this autonomy over their being, over their bodies, this freedom to be whoever and whatever they are. And we just, as humans, we're like, look at that, look at this owl just be an owl and get to swoop down and catch its prey. Look at this bat being a bat. Nobody's trying to change the bat call the bat anything else. Nobody's calling it a night bird. The bat is a bat, you know? Nobody is, um, with a possum, we just are like, oh no. Uh, You know, we just, there's an autonomy that nighttime animals have that we don't get to have, especially as a woman in this body, right? As a black woman in this body, um, and, and as touring artists in the body that I'm in, I'm not always allowed to be free In this body, and so I really do, I I see exactly what Zach is saying, and it it relates. Like I think they're both the same ideas, like where I came from and where he's coming from. He just like put more of a pin in. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what this is about, you know. So I love this song. Listen to that. Let's listen to it. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the other singles that we have to look forward to coming up
1: before the single or the EP drops? Well, some singles coming up. Um, that I have do some have some a lot of singles that we've been putting out. Okay. But coming up, the rest of the singles on this EP are songs of um, that are off of my listen record. So you'll hear like my own grave, I believe fallen people, and then there's an oldie um, on there as well. Um, but but we've just been putting out music that don't quite fit the Listen record that I released in 2020, mm-hmm. but also don't fit the, the full album project that I'm working on about legacy that's coming up. So um, I told my management, I finally have management, You know, I've been out here just like rogue for years, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have someone to bounce ideas off of and that allows me to be the artist that I am and respects my mindset. Because my mindset is one of, I came to songwriting as a healing, you know? And I have to always remind myself of that, especially living in Nashville, you can get caught up in the industry of it all and really compare yourself to others. You can feel like you're less than as an artist, like you're not doing enough. But I always have to say, "Kashana, what are you doing this for? What are you doing this for? And it's because for me, I had to write a mission which people have heard me say this over and over again, but my mission statement is to be a voice and a vessel for those who feel lost, forgotten, silenced, or who are hurting. So that's why I write. That's why I sing. When I show up on stages, when I walk into community centers doing the work that I do, that is what I'm always reminding myself to be, is a voice and a vessel, not a star, not an ego, a voice in a vessel for those that don't always get the spotlight and so these songs um, as I've just said bump the industry that's not what this is about I have a song that um, I wrote with my friend Shannon Labrie Uh, it's called uh, Rise the Tide Mm -hmm. and it's something that we both witnessed about that's been happening in the music industry slowly but it seems like in the last two years since we were all forced to stop it allowed everybody to recalibrate and take hold in a much swifter way of realizing the platforms we have. As artists, we are the boss. We forget that. Mm-hmm. We think that the management, the label, um, the publishing company, we think they're the boss, but no, they would have no job if it wasn't for the music that we make, yeah. right? Uh-huh. The touring industry would not exist if we didn't have songs to go and tour, right? So. No, if you want to do something, do it, you know? And Rise of Tide is one of these where I've seen people say, wait, if you're not going to diversify the stages as, as a programmer for these venues, as a booking person for the venues, I'm gonna diversify who I invite. These are, these are the people I have a voice. So I can say, I want these artists to join me. And I've seen artists like Alison Russell, uh, Margot Price, um, Adia Victoria has always had my back. Um, Adia has always thrown my name in the hat. You know, as she's had um, it, big interviews with him over there, say, like, you know, who's an upcoming Americana artist? Since I moved here nine years ago, Adia has been like, Kashana Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Kashana, you should know. I'm like, I, thank, thank you. You. <laughs> wow. you know, and Margot Price did something, you know, in 2020 and 21 where, I mean, she's always been, been advocating for and working with so many women of that diversity. But, she really put us like in the light. She uh released an EP in 2020 that she invited myself, Allison Russell, Adia, and Cam Franklin to be a part of. Um singing with her for her like primetime TV spots, you know, on on uh Kimmel and um, you know, all the big mm-hmm. the big nighttime shows. But it's like you see that you have an opportunity to shine a light on someone else. So why not just do it? It's so easy. And we can't we can't sit around and wait for the industry to do it. We can. We can diversify who's in the band. We can diversify who is actually recording us and tracking us. It's all about intention. It just, yes, it slows you down a bit because you have to think intentionally. But um, Shannon and I were just so in awe of that. And I know Uh, of seeing how our friends are finally getting in the spotlight because our friends that are finally being noticed and recognized are pulling us along with them and shining a light on us and our voices as well. And I've been making sure that whenever I'm traveling and touring, I go into communities where I'm touring and I ask the venues, okay, you find. I want you to tell me an organization you would like to shine a light on and I will come in With my organization, your song, and we'll do therapeutic songwriting. Um, So, who do you want to like give a little love to in your community? And let's bring them into the room to diversify your room and the audience. Because for me, as a black artist, I'm often playing in front of white audiences that are, you know, 45 and older, and that's not necessarily who I wrote my music for. You know, I've written it for those that are in the shadows. So why don't we put them in the seats? Um, why don't we put people that are in recovery why don't we put people that are dealing with domestic abuse why don't we bring them into the room I'm going to write with them and I'm going to invite them on stage to share their song I'll get out of the way and just play backup guitar for them while they sing their song and share their story and that's one way that I can rise the tide for my community
0: very yeah. um, beautiful, beautifully said two thoughts on that um, I do want to play rise the tide for folks yeah um, and um, Maybe
1: before we get into that, your song, Um, songwriting workshops, is that correct, that you Mm -hmm. bring folks in? Yeah, so your song is um, a therapeutic songwriting program that I've created in 2020 when I was forced inside. Um, I could no longer serve my mission because I wasn't touring and able to connect. So, um, and I was, honestly, I went to a dark, dark, really dark place, so I, I was like, if I'm struggling, I know some fans out there are struggling. And I know that I, as I'm, I'm also a music therapist. I'm a licensed music therapist. That's what I got my degree in. That was my job before I became a songwriter full-time. So I just leaned back into that and started an organization. We are fiscally sponsored and awaiting nonprofit status um, for a 501c3 status. But I, my whole goal is to meet with individuals or groups, Um, And it really is anyone, you know, and it's more therapeutic songwriting than Nashville songwriting, you know. So um, what is your story? How can I connect communities through song? Because think about when, you know, you've been if you've been to a show, you see how diverse the audience is because of the songs that an artist is playing. So if I can bring voice, and it's a gift to be able to write your experiences in melody and words, and I can help give voice to those that don't know how to do that yet. You know, I can, I can put a mother that is in recovery with her children. I can help her write a lullaby for her child as, um, as a memento, like something for that child to have. I can help a woman who's just gotten out of domestic a very violent domestic um, situation, relationship. Like I can help her stand on stage, tell her story with her daughter right next to her, seeing her in the spotlight. And and my favorite part is watching the audience after the show. This is where my possum comes in. I like standing at the merch table. I feel very like awkward, but I remember we were in Salina, Kansas, when I this woman who uh, I had worked with with DVAC. She was. Uh, she had just finished singing her song. Her daughter was right next to her, and I watched the audience line up to talk to her, and give and like shower her. And I was like, I don't need to sell any CDs. That's not what I'm here for. That yeah. brought me joy of like that's her community. They're going to see her around town. They're going to say to her. Um, Hey, whatever you need, Melanie, I got you. You know, that's not her name, but but knowing that that relationship will continue on. And anytime I go I go back to Salina, Kansas, she's on my mind. You know, and yeah. you know, and that that that's what your song is for. It's a way for me to help me serve my mission. And there are so many other artists that have that same desire. So what I want this to become is your song is that thread that helps connect all the artists with these communities and organizations around the country as we're touring so that we remember the songs we've written in the community rather than just a blur of audiences, you know? And we get to see community pour into those that live there because of the songs we help them write. That is so, so powerful. <laughs> Thanks, Twyla. <Twilight. laughs>
0: and,
1: and to me, uh, the...
0: The place that music hits people, you know, that you're able to tap into the emotions as well as, <clears throat> uh, well, their, their own emotions. They yeah. can tell their story. Mm-hmm. And and we all have uh, universal emotions that we <laughs> experience from different time to time and yeah. connect us all together. That's just
1: just mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Shall we check out Rise, Rise of Tide? Rise the Tide. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, here we go. Yes, folks, that was Rise of the Tide by Kashana Armstrong <laughs> here on uh, KZM Lincoln and KZM HD, our Sweethearts and Badasses of Americana and Beyond interview series. And we have a couple more songs we want to talk about because you have put out these singles.
1: And uh, is it Out Loud that's also on? So this one is another just single that I wrote. Okay. Yeah, and I wrote this with Caroline Spence. Um, who is a beautiful human of a person? Um, but we just during pandemic we you know we were all starting to come out and sit on porches and write together again. And um, Caroline invited me over and was just like, "Hey, let's just try to write, <laughs> see what we have." And I think this was the second song we had ever written together. And um, I think. Maybe it was a first, but it doesn't matter. Caroline and I were talking about how, you know, we struggle using our voices to say the things that we need. Mm-hmm. And she was with her partner, and, and he had made a comment about, like, I can't read your mind. You got to tell me, what, like, I can see something wrong. You know how we are. Like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Whatever. But he was like, I, I, I see, I can't read your mind. You got to say what's wrong. Like, you got to use your voice and say what's wrong. And we were both like, woof, that is a whole life lesson. You know, nobody can read our minds and and walking around angry about something. It's really scary to use your voice to speak up for yourself. But if we wanna see any change, if we wanna be heard, we actually have to say that thing that we're holding really, really, really tight. We have to say it out loud. And I've, I've found over the years, you know, our words are powerful. And that means the positive things and the negative things we say about ourselves. And that even means the desires we have. Saying those things out loud really can shift. Like you receive that. When you say it out loud, you get to hear it, right? And that, I feel like that has a, like on a molecular level, it can shift and change you and the path that you're walking on. So say, the, say it out loud, say the thing that's hard to say very loudly even if it's a whisper at first if that's the loudest but each time it'll get louder and louder and I've had the joy of um, I recorded this with um, my friends Nikki and Maureen and uh, at our friend um, Mikey and Amanda Broadway their their studio called The Sanctuary um, which is literally an old church that they have converted into their home like in a beautiful studio and I was like I just want to be around friends and I don't want to put a lot of production behind this, no bands. And that's how we've been doing these last few singles It's just me on guitar and voices and that's it. Um, And that's how I've been touring a lot lately. But Out Loud is one of those songs that's really soft and it just brings you in. I feel like um, when we wrote it, I felt like this was uh, three aunties or like, you know, an auntie figure, which I call myself to many people, um, just kind of sitting there with their hand on somebody's shoulder saying, like, come on, baby, you can say it out loud. Come on. You know, so that's how we recorded it, of that, like, how can we, like, our future selves, you know, who, what was the voice we needed to hear? Um, and we released that, and then uh, we had a, gr- a phenomenal artist um, uh, do a, a, a really amazing video for this. Um, I encourage everybody to go look look at it. Katie. Uh, I might say her last name wrong. Um, I just know her as Katie because she's a friend. So I'm like, Katie, how do you say your last name? Oh, my gosh, I'm embarrassed. Um, but Katie is a Grammy, is it, no, Emmy-nominated uh, artist um, and animator. And uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Katie. Okay. Sorry, Katie.
0: It's okay. <laughs> we can come back later. And, well, let's check out Out Loud. Yeah. Um, from mm-hmm. here we go. Yes, indeed, y'all. Out loud by Kashana We're sitting here today in a lovely Nashville studio, mm-hmm. and she graciously invited me in and uh, set up. Do what features song for us? Yeah,
1: you know, this one is uh, the most quirky song for both Shannon and I. We are um, both Americana, roots folk songwriters, but this this song came out of a place of joy. Shannon has this beautiful little backyard at her um, at her home. And we were having one of her and, you know, her usual dinner parties with our friend Ryan Medora. And we were talking about that, that it, like when is it time as an artist to stop saying yes to everything and, and just say yes to the things that feed our soul? Because we find that when we are saying yes for the money, a lot of times it doesn't feel good. We walk away not feeling good or valued. So there's a moment that happens where you're like, I think I need to choose the thing that will feed me instead. This industry can, this work can really wear you down. So at the end of our dinner, you know, we were like, yeah, let's choose the thing that feeds your soul. And and then Ryan was like, we do it because we must. That's why we do it. We We play music because we must. And Shannon, of course, as always, is like, ooh, that's a great song. <laughs> so she came over and she was like, hey, I think we need to write that song, Kajana." And she already had the hook, which is like, you know, just do a feed your soul, do a feed your soul, do a feed your soul. Yep. She was just banging on the counter mm-hmm. in my in my apartment at that time uh, singing. I was like, oh my gosh, Shannon, yes. And I, I said to her, I was like, I don't, think we, I don't think we should add many instruments to this because just you rhythmically clapping and singing it jarred me so let's keep that play Mm -hmm. and we forget that music is play we forget that we write because it is something that fills our hearts we tour because it it can fill us up to receive that energy back and forth so let's keep this element of play and we sat in this studio and just made all the craziest sounds we could I played my keyboard I'm not that great of a player but you know like you know Um, and we just added all the hand claps and yeah, 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 yeah like all these whisper sounds. And, um, and then we sent it to our friend, Ryan Medora. She's a bassist. And when we said, hey, Ryan, you got a home studio. What can you do with this? And so uh, we took it to our friend, Aaron Schaefer Haas, who's um, Michaela Ann's husband and, and producer. He has this beautiful studio called Vacation Land. And he understood the mission of the song. He was like, got it. Shannon and I went in, and he just played on it. He just played every percussive instrument he could, you know, and added, like, a bed of... It was the most collaborative experience that the two of us have ever had in, in like, legit making music with friends ourselves, you know? Yeah. Not taking it into any um, kind of sterile setting. We kept it loose. We told Ryan, play whatever you want. She gave us five takes of the bass, And Aaron loved everything she did. So he just, uh, you know, EQ'd a lot of it. So it sounded like a guitar. But what you're hearing is just keyboard and bass guitar. (laughs) Played like a lead guitar every now and then. And um, if anybody ever needs a reminder, if you feel like you're like just caught in a rut and and in a a stale cycle and just kind of spinning out, just remember, like I always say, press play on this song and remember to like, Choose the thing that feeds your soul. If that means playing in a, in a water hose, do that. If that means digging in the dirt, do it. Take a moment every day to do something that feeds your soul.
0: Beautiful. Here you are. Feed your soul, Kashana Armstrong. And I think we'll probably just close out from here. Yeah. Uh, do folks uh, need to know how to follow you?
1: Sure. Yeah, you can follow me. On my website is Kashana.com. K-Y-S-H-O-N-A dot You can find all my tour dates there. Um, and then if you're on socials on Facebook and Instagram, I am at Kashana Music. On all the streaming platforms, it's just Kashana. And uh, if you're one of those Twitter people, it's also at Kashana. Yeah.
0: Alright. Thank you very much again for today. This has just been a joy and a delight.
1: And, Thank you. Uh, we'll hope to see you soon. Yes. Bye.